Bulwark Capital Management, my friends at NewYorkRadio.com are going to help us explore some of the hilarious stuff uh, happening in the uh, the hoax COVID response. So funny. Well, we'll start off with this. This is an actual news article uh, from Forbes. People who skip their COVID, all caps, vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents, according to... <laughs> According to a new study, the fundings could justify changes to driver insurance policies, the authors say. <laughs> yeah, junk. Uh, remember long COVID, which never really materialized? There are people who've had symptoms that last a long time. Same thing with the flu. A lot of those symptoms in the case of the COVID injections, well, of the COVID, it's actually the injections that are causing that. But here's the Atlantic. Medium COVID could be the most dangerous COVID. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. They're just going to keep going in the United States of Pfizer. We are the United States of Pfizer. They have far more control over the, the country than does the ballot box, the so-called media. And uh, figureheads like Joe Biden. And the question for me is why? It can't just be money. Oh, there's one other. (laughs) I forgot about this one. And that's convenient. I forgot about this one. The um, Israeli health minister was asked to produce some documentation. And they were asked to produce the, the agreements that they'd signed with Pfizer to distribute the mRNA injections in that country, one of the most injected on earth. And the weirdest thing happened. The Israeli government lost the contracts. (laughs) The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America... Here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Yeah, funny stuff. Johnny Carson, that's some funny, funny stuff. You know, he didn't say that as often as people thought. I thought there'd be gobs of examples of Carson doing that funny, funny stuff. That's what he said when he wasn't laughing at comedians. So they'd failed the test. That's some funny, funny stuff. This is from the figureheads. Our veterans are the very spine and sinew of America. We owe them. I'll always show up for them. That's what a 26-year-old intern or something of the sort tweeted on behalf of the figurehead. Um, That's the same figurehead who still wants people injected with the mRNA by force. Oh, by the way, there's some Republicans that have joined in that. Can you guess the names of the Republicans who do not want troops who refused the mRNA trash being shoved into their bodies. Can you guess the names of those people, those Republicans, who do not want those folks put back in the military? See, they're still trying to force the injections. They're still trying to maneuver their way into this. 
And you remember when Nancy Pelosi said, we need to pass the bill to find out what's in it? Remember that? She was talking about Obamacare. Uh, it's important that we um, pass the bill uh, so we uh, can find out what's in it. She wasn't lying. They didn't know what was in it. It was so packed together. It was so written by insurance companies. And later we found out a lot of the stuff that was in it was a precursor for today. Where the government thinks they have the right to force you to put stuff in your body. This is the uh, spokes liar for the White House, the current version of the spokes liar for the White House, who has her job because she is same-sex attracted, somehow is determined she's a woman, and identifies as black. We've been trying to be very consistent on pushing that message out and letting people know that they need to get the new vaccine. It is important. We know it works, especially as they're going to see their grandparents, as they're going to see family. We know it works. You do? Nancy Pelosi said we need to pass the bill to find out what's in it. So we know it works, but how? Oh, that's right. They passed the studies. As empty as the Obamacare was, so are the studies around this. They passed on doing actual studies. So we arrive here. Celine Dion is going to have a horrible, painful uh, existence. And it's almost certainly courtesy of the injections. This is from Steve Kirsch. Uh, She's going to be disabled with something called stiff person syndrome, which will effectively and eventually, unfortunately, take from her the ability to perform. Well, and maybe to walk. Uh, and to interact in life, and, and God forbid, perhaps to breathe. She was a huge proponent of the injections. And she's revealed that she has this. Want to know how many people have this? One in one million. The calculations Steve Kirsch has done, who's good at this stuff, comparing this against the VARS database, etc., is a 99.6% chance. Oh, I said 96% early 99.6% chance it was the COVID injection which caused her injury. And of course, there will be no discussion about this in the media. News from uh, so-called NBC News. Celine Dion has stiff person syndrome, a one in a million diagnosis. There are sim- uh, these are its symptoms. Experience rigidity in their torso and limbs as well as muscle spasms that can occur at random uh, moments in response to certain stimuli, and it can get so bad that people don't walk. God forbid it get bad, so bad that people can't breathe. And performing will perhaps one day be out of the question for Celine Dion. And it's not going to be tied to the injections. Even though, you know what's listed in the possible side effects of the mRNA garbage from Pfizer? Stiff person syndrome. Right there. Uh, And they knew about this in February of 2021. So Celine Dion can't sue because there's the waiver because, you know, they had the emergency use authorization because there was no existing cure or prophylactic. You know that. There was no way to treat COVID-19. Therefore, they had to have the emergency youth authorization. Our immune systems didn't work. 
Ivermectin didn't work. Hydroxychloroquine didn't work. High-dose vitamin C and vitamin D, even intravenously, didn't work. None of that worked. They had to go to the injections. Lie upon lie in the United States of Pfizer. So they knew in Feb 2021, we'll talk about that. And then back to the White House. Oh, and then another sudden death. A lot of people dying suddenly. Let's say it again. Man, I'm telling you, one of the best ways in the world to keep yourself from the clutches of big pharma and compromised medicine is to drop your body fat. Lower it. There are some helpful percentages as guides as to what people can have. It's, you know, expect to have to have a healthy body weight. Uh, but the BMI thing, that's, that's, that's garbage. Body mass index ignores things like um, the height and amount of muscle that you have on your frame. It's, it's a junk statistic. The statistic that matters is body composition, body fat composition to be precise. That is the percentage of muscle you have versus fat. Why does that matter so much? Because muscle is an engine. Okay, muscle consumes calories. Fat does do, does too, but at a far lower rate, but it does something else. It stores calories. It's greedy. And, you know, all the, 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 the junk that we've eaten throughout our lives, when I put on 150 pounds, it wasn't because I was making, you know, an occasional error. I was eating like garbage. And my body's like, sweet, we're going to store this because one day it's not going to be here. One day, whatever we're doing, whatever you've done in this 10-year period, Herman, to be around all of this food, well, one day it's not going to be around. It's preparing for that. So my body mass index, well, it went, I had a lot of muscle. But my body fat, I hesitate to think what it was. Uh, I'm going to guess it was around 32% or more. And that number matters because when you have the right percentage of muscle in your body, staying light is easier. Staying at a healthy body weight is easier because you have more of your body consuming calories than you, know, than, than you had. So that's what Soda Weight Loss focuses on is body composition. They do that by having you weigh in at home. And they'll tell you how to do that so that you get a precise and good measurement. They do that providing convenience foods. Because if you're hungry when you're trying to drop unwanted fat, it's a trap. Run away. And then they have a maintenance phase. That is vital. If you don't go through a maintenance phase when you drop the unwanted fat, it'll come back and it will boomerang and it will come back with a vengeance. Like Judas Priest style fat, screaming for vengeance. Something like that. So it's Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com. And in terms of reviews, yeah, it's about over 7,000 reviews, average 4.8 out of 5 stars. Performance, one location to seven, and now nationwide, SodaWeightLoss.com, SodaWeightLoss.com. So Pfizer knew all this in 2021. They knew in February of 2021. The FDA knew in April of 2021. But they're not going to warn anything about that because that would create hesitancy to get the injections. Amy Kelly of DailyClout.io knows that the uh, stiff person syndrome was reported in Pfizer's post-marketing documents on page 37, page 8, and appendix 1. So they knew. So the FDA knew. So, But she can't sue. Celine Dion can't sue. So Celine, sue your doctor. 
Because your doctor isn't, well, I mean, there are new coverages for doctors, but they didn't give you informed consent. Do you think the doctors told Celine Dion, oh, by the way, you're going to end up, you could end up with uh, stiff person syndrome? Oh, and then Steve points this out. Sometimes stiff person syndrome happens in the same day. <laughs> there was just one report for the flu vaccine in 32 years. But now we're seeing reports around this and the COVID injections beginning to bubble up one upon another. So Reuters, according to Kirsch, did a so-called fact check. They interpreted the VARS data. See how they interpreted it. They didn't. (laughs) The fact checkers at, at Reuters did not consult the Vaccine Adverse Events Database. It's a $100 million per year government program, and a reporter couldn't bother to go look it up in order to write a fact check. That tells us everything we need to know about how serious they were in checking facts. They didn't care, or they were told not to, because it is, after all, the United States of Pfizer. And Pfizer, by way of money, controls so much of the Mockingbird media. In fact, they control Fox by way of money. You do have Laura Ingram and, um, and, and Tucker Carlson, as I will constantly point out, because I'm thankful for that. This isn't going to remain hidden. We talked about this on Monday. It's not going to remain hidden. It's, it's seen. God sees this all, sees all of it. In Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19, we read, There are six things that the Lord hates. Seven, they're an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among his brothers. Man, I hate that one. (laughs) Because it's it's my job. I'm not trying to sow discord. I really am not. But these are truths. Pfizer is killing people. It's, tr- it's a truth. Thou shalt not lie. So instead of sowing discord, I'm going to try again to pray for the people who run Pfizer. Because the Lord, they just described, the, the Proverbs are just described um, basically everything they're doing. Psalms, Psalm 21, verse 11. Though they plot evil against you and devise wicked schemes, they cannot succeed. Well, not in the long run. Not in the long run at all. So, so-called Dr. Ja, clearly he's either aware of this or he chooses to not be aware of this. He's similarly clear-eyed in relation to these mRNA injections. Um, but so far nationally in our analysis of the data, uh, death numbers are just beginning to rise. We obviously want to make sure that does not go any further. We know we can prevent nearly every death from COVID if people get their updated vaccines and people get treated. So um, we continue. That, that, that is such a ridiculous, bald-faced, disgusting, horrible, evil, wicked deception lie. He knows that's a lie. There is no possible way that man can possibly think these injections saves life. It cannot be done. And the studies that contend to show that are jokes. And we'll go through that next week. We're going to spend a couple of days on, on a couple of junk studies. The one around drivers. 
And if you didn't get injected, you're more likely to get a car accident and get in a car accident. Uh, well, does anyone really need to, to, to un, un, unplug that? Want, want unbox it right now? Who gets in more accidents, old people or young people? Who gets in more accidents, young men or young women? Who's least likely to be injected? Got it? That's the way that they're, they're, that's almost certainly the way they, they faked that particular study. And we're going to go through the other one about medium COVID. There is a study that contends to show that all sorts of lives can be saved if people just get injected and it's trash. And we'll, we'll, we'll go through that because, well, want, want to know one of the games? You're not vaccinated once you get injected. Got it? So once you've been injected, you're not vaccinated until two weeks. And then it wears off. So then you're no longer vaccinated because you weren't boosted. You didn't get your second, third, fourth injection. So everybody who's been so-called vaccinated goes through periods of time where they're, quote, not vaccinated. So they can monkey with the numbers any way they want there. That's just the very beginning of the fraud, the way they do this, etc. The sudden death of Grant Wall. So Grant Wall was the guy who went to uh, Qatar. It was very, very important that the World Soccer soccer Championships happen in a country where you can be murdered for expressing same-sex attraction or being active in that way. So he went and he wore a rainbow shirt and he got in trouble and apparently got, you know, told you can't wear that into the venue. And then he died. And almost certainly he wasn't murdered because there was thought that maybe the the Qatar uh, government had killed him. Alex Berenson has dug into this. Grant Wall, he writes, died suddenly and tragically last week. And by the way, when he writes died suddenly, he knows exactly what he's doing. That's all anyone is supposed to say. And by the way, Alex Berenson hates that movie, Died Suddenly. And and my judgment is because Alex wants to be the sole person you can trust on COVID. Everyone else is an extremist or a liar. Only Alex Berenson can be trusted. He is good at this. So his piece reads, Grant Wall died suddenly and tragically last week. That's all anyone is supposed to say. Wall was a prominent soccer journalist with over 850,000 Twitter followers and a growing Substack account. As you may have heard, he collapsed and died while covering a World Cup match in Qatar late December, uh, late on December 9th. His death becomes a subject of international controversy after his brother briefly suggested that someone in Qatar might have murdered Wall because of his left-leaning political views. In reality, an autopsy now found that Wall died of a ruptured aortic uh, aneurysm. Died suddenly. A phrase fraught in the mRNA vaccine era. Yes, it is. Because Pfizer in the United States of Pfizer is murdering people. And supplicants like the figurehead and, well, just, I don't even know. uh, Puppets like the figurehead. Supplicants who do the job of a supplicant, which is to lick boot like so-called Dr. Ja. They're lying. And they're involved in the murders. Why is it murder? Because they know it kills people. Because they know it doesn't help people. Because they know it can't help people. Because they know it never could stop the, uh, the infection or the transmission. They've always known. And yet they continue to try to force people to get shot up. Back to Barrington. At the time of his death, Wall was apparently a 48-year-old, a very healthy 48-year-old. 
His brother's unfortunate accusations reflect the reality that unexplained deaths of people under 50 are rare, but, he writes, he was not murdered. No, he wasn't. Medical examiner's office uh, revealed an undiagnosed aortic aneurysm. In his, well, aorta. You got that from aortic part. If it bursts, blood can burst out, destroying tissue around the tear and leading to blood loss, serious injury, or death. And guess what? They're very rare. Just like stiff person syndrome, they're very rare, particularly in people under the age of 50. The overall rate per year is roughly 1 in 10,000 or less, but the mean age at which aneurysms are diagnosed is about 70. Their underlying cause is, is but one condition that raises the risk in a giant cell artesis and inflammation of the lining of the arteries. So what are we seeing? We're seeing increased risk of thoracic aortic complications among patients with giant cell arteritis, a nationwide population cohort-based study. Wow, really? Gosh, what could be causing that? Huge cases, huge bumps up of this have occurred following the injection era. New onset giant cell arteritis following COVID-19 mRNA. BioNTech Pfizer, so-called vaccine, a double-edged sword? So Berenson, being careful, says there's a lot of uncertainty here. Okay, there is, except there is constant pattern recognition. Since the launch of the mRNA injections, we're seeing unexplained deaths in the people at the age 50. In millennials, up some 140%. Other cohorts, up 84%. Cancers through the roof. Heart attacks, myocarditis. We're seeing little kids having strokes. That doesn't happen. Elite athletes at the height of their physical capability do not die of strokes. And yet we're seeing it. And we're seeing this. The family, Hertzler, Cornelia Hertzler, the wife, said doctors discovered a blood clot in her infant son within hours after the hospital chose to do something the family didn't want. Sadly, this apparently occurred at Sacred Heart Medical Center, where in reality, my dad received stellar care. He, he did. I would tell you that otherwise. So what happened? How did that end up in the baby's body? We'll talk about that as we continue to talk about the United States of Pfizer. It gives me great joy to be able to take you outside the realm of Big Pharma for something that can help you with your health and, and, and in three really key ways. Number one is in sleep. Uh, Healthy Cells Sleep Product is the only one I've taken that does not uh, jolt me awake. You know, four hours after knocking me out like melatonin does. It's, it, it, I describe it as smooth sleep. And the product's so easy to take because it's microgel. It's not a pill. You don't chew on it. It's 165% more absorbable because it's in a microgel pack. You simply rip the pack open and suck down the contents. And by the way, it tastes good. It's all natural, citrus flavors, etc. There's no fillers in it. And because it's ultra absorbable, it goes right to work. Again, 165% more absorbable than the pills. And there is a major study 
about people losing about one night a month of sleep in total. And for me, it's far worse often because I drink so much caffeine in the mornings. So this is the only ultra sleep absorption gel on the market. If you've got melatonin in the cabinets, throw it out. Helps you fall asleep. Microgel technology ensures the absorption and it tastes good. And it's immediately available. And if you need more, you rip more open and you take it. My experience is I don't need more. The second way that they help you is with being alert and aware. And their focus and recall project, same our product, same technology, okay, microgel technology, same problem that people have, maybe because connected to sleep. The amount of concentrated time on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds in 2008. Five years later, it's only eight seconds that people can do this. This can help you. And then the replacement of vitamins. If you have vitamins that you can hear, right? You shake the bottle and you can hear them. Again, microgel technology from Healthy Cell is 165% more absorbable. So don't waste your money. Throw those things out. Go to HealthyCell.com. There's a special website where you get 20% off your first order. So go to HealthyCell.com slash Todd. That's HealthyCell.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd for 20% off your first order. Again, that's HealthyCell.com slash Todd. Promo code Todd for 20% off your first order of Healthy Cell. Sacred Heart Hospital, December 60, the article is December 16, 2022. A baby born in Washington State died of a large blood clot after a hospital gave him a blood transfusion from a general stockpile instead from an unvaccinated donor as his parents had requested, meaning uninjected with mRNA trash, obviously. LifeSite News. Soon after baby Alexander was born, on January 3, 2022, his parents, Cornelia Hertzler and Ron Bly, discovered not only that his esophagus and trachea were abnormally connected, but that he had a heart condition, double outlet right ventricle, in which oxygenated and deoxygenated blood are mixed, which requires surgery for long-term survival. In order to undergo neonatal heart surgery, Alexander was airlifted to Providence Sacred Heart Medical Center in Spokane, Washington. Okay, so now I know why they become bad. Sacred Heart used to be a great hospital. Providence is a god-awful system. Horrible. They ruined uh, a, a medical clinic uh, I went to for a decade. Utterly destroyed it. And that was over on the west coast of the separate country of Washington. So, okay, so that makes sense. Um, His parents made clear to the hospital they, they, quote, did not want any blood transfusions from the blood bank because they were worried about blood from so-called vaccinated donors causing blood clots. By explained to Louisa, Louisa Clary of the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation on Thursday that their caution was provoked, at least in part by the death of a friend who was in her 60s and was very healthy, but who had a heart attack three days after getting injected with the Moderna shot. After repeatedly telling the parents that using unvaccinated blood from a directed donor would be very difficult and very expensive, the hospital finally conceded the day before Alexander's operation. All the family needed to do was fill out a few forms to accept and utilize blood from specific donors, reported by Brian Whitkins, editor-in-chief of the COVID blog. Turns out, quote, turns out the entire process was relatively easy and inexpensive, said Hertzler. However, as Bly pointed out to Clary, the hospital 
quote, still kept delaying and delaying on providing the paperwork to get directed blood or directed donor blood. Thus, the paperwork was not processed in time for the parents to use the, quote, unvaccinated blood for transfusion by the time of Alexander's second operation. While the surgery itself did not require blood, Dr. Lane Beadle determined that Alexander needed a blood transfusion the next day due to low hemoglobin levels. Instead of waiting a few more days for the blood that was donated to be fully processed and available, the doctor used blood from a general blood bank for the transfusion, Bly told Clary. Wilkins points out that Washington had a 70% fully vaccinated population, uh, injected population by February 1, 2022, 79% receiving at least one injection. There was an 80% chance Alexander got so-called vaxxed blood. The doctor found a blood clot within a few hours after he got the transfusion, and then the little boy died. Now, is it possible that his health condition in general could have led to blood clots? I'm not educated enough to know. I would think it's possible since that's it's the intermingling of uh, oxygenated and unoxygenated blood. But what we do know for a fact is that the injections caused this. We do know for a fact that there are funeral directors all around the world pulling out three-foot-long fibrous objects from people's bodies, which are not standard blood clots. It's like tissue growing in people's veins and arteries. One study contends to show that it's misfolded hemoglobin. And by study, I mean an actual physical study. That it's misfolding our hemoglobin in our blood, which would make sense because this stuff is a mutation in our blood. But what's the focus of the media? Medium COVID may be the most dangerous COVID. People who skip their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents. According to a new study, the findings could justify changes to driver's insurance policies, the authors say. Hospitals are overwhelmed with vaccinated patients because of the unvaccinated. Uh, no, truly. Oh, then that's the, the sub article. They're also saying COVID vaccine hesitancy associated with traffic crash risk. That's their focus. They're controlled. In the United States of Pfizer, these pharma companies have more control than the ballot box. Why? Is it just money? You want control? Wait until you hear this. About an entire country losing. They plumb lost their agreement with Pfizer. Someone put it in the wrong receptacle. It's just gone. And they can't find it. Why were they looking for it? Because a court said, you're going to show it to us. So there was only one copy ever. And that one copy was lost. They didn't take digital copies. There's no images of it. There's no PDFs. Nope. Just one piece of paper or several thousand pieces of paper. And it plum got lost. Does anyone believe this? No. Everybody knows it's a lie. Is the media jumping on it? Oh, don't be silly. You can go to alansoaps.com slash Todd. And if you're late on a Christmas gift and you're thinking of a family who has special need kids, special needs kids, you're thinking of a family who works with special needs kids, you're thinking of a special needs kid, 
to me, they're some of the greatest people to give Alan's soaps. Because to the kids with special needs, you can say, this young man can't speak full sentences. He's been through seven surgeries. Unless God decides to perform a miracle, he'll probably be through eight more in his lifetime, just so he can keep living and moving. And yet, he's joyful, he's productive, he works every day, and he is the chief soap officer. So you can say to the special needs kids, this soap I'm giving you came out of the imagination and mind and work of a young boy who has special needs like you. To the parents, sometimes it's so hard for us to put aside what we hope for our kids as their life unfolds and, and they choose paths and life touches them in ways we'd prefer it not. Well, parents of special needs kids often struggle with that. But you can show them, again, this soap that's natural, made in America, three generations of soap-making expertise behind them, unique scents you'll get nowhere else, fragrances you'll get nowhere else again because they come so often from the mind of Alan at alansoaps.com slash Todd. For anyone who values life, you can get them a subscription plan to this. So the soap may not arrive before Christmas, but you can certainly show them what you got. You can certainly forward the email and explain the story. You can certainly let them know what they're going to be washing their body with is, in fact, from the heart and mind and soul of a young man who the world would have seen aborted. It's alansoaps.com slash Todd. You get 10% off everything there when you use my name as promo code. alansoaps.com slash Todd. Use my name, Todd. So as evidence continues to pile up that this stuff is deadly, evidence that the Republicans don't care continues to pile up as well. Four Republican senators, this from the Daily Caller, joined Democrats in shooting down an amendment to a massive authorization package that would have reinstated troops discharged for refusing to take the COVID-19 injections. Let's see if we can guess some of their identities. Guess in your mind. You guessing? Right. Mitt Romney. Good job. Susan Collins. Good job. Bill Cassidy of Louisiana and Mike Rounds of South Dakota voted no on a last minute amendment to the bill reenlisting thousands of troops separated for refusing the COVID injections, collapsing the proposal 54 to 50. Here's what Cassidy said in a statement. Uh, direct, uh, <clears throat> These were direct orders from commanding officers. Cassidy said in a statement to the Daily Caller News Foundation, referring to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who announced the so-called vaccine mandate, I voted to end the COVID vaccine mandate in the military, but it's not Congress's place to intervene in the chain of command and set a precedent for military personnel to ignore orders. Oh, it's not? When, what is the precedent for a deeply conflicted, in my judgment, utterly corrupt man, Lloyd Austin, saying this stuff doesn't stop infection, this stuff doesn't stop transmission, This stuff is killing military members. This stuff is causing heart attacks and pericarditis. This stuff is rendering elite athletes unable to perform when it doesn't kill them. And you're going to, you're going to shove it in your veins. That's a right order that you absolutely have every right to say, no, I'm sorry. This is my bodily integrity. And I am looking at the results of this stuff. And there's not a chance I'm going to shoot up with it. The Army, Navy, Marine Corps have separated at least 8,400 active duty people from this. And Mike Lee, 
spoke about this very dynamic. Sign up because they understand that Winston Churchill was right. That the blessings of a free society are possible only if there are those willing to put the safety and well-being of their country ahead of their own safety and ahead of their own lives when necessary. Serving our country shouldn't require you to surrender your fundamental right to make medical decisions that are right for you, no matter the reason. They're pleading for someone to recognize the injustice they're experiencing. They deserve better. And we owe them more than this. Look, we, we of course can't take back the hardship that the military vaccine mandate has inflicted on countless service members. We can't do that. That's in the past. But there are some things we can do. By adopting this amendment, we could recognize an injustice and take steps to restore the affected brave men and women who deserve our best. And so I urge my colleagues to support this amendment. What's the argument against this? Is the argument against this that you will take, that you will perform every single order, no matter how illegal or unethical or immoral? Is that our military? I didn't serve, so I don't get to judge. But I'm pretty certain that our troops have a right, in fact, an obligation, if an order is blatantly illegal to refuse it. What if it's blatantly illogical and immoral? And serves no national defense ends and is not in the chain, uh, is, is not during a wartime, it's not during a battle. They're expected to take a hill where they know that nine out of 10 of them are going to die, and they do because they're the very, very best of us. You have cases like Marcus Luttrell, the one guy who came home from Project Red Wing. Everyone else died, and Marcus says he came off the mountain because it was to complete the duty, to complete the mission. That's the reason he made it down. And if you count the people who died trying to save them, what was it, 17 people? He was one who survived? They do this. But this is not a battle circumstance. It's a pharma circumstance. And this would be very, very much like a commander telling the troops, you will go into battle, but with blanks. What? Yeah, we want you to go into battle with blanks. Wait, you don't want us to use live ammo? The enemy's going to use live ammo. That's right, but you're going to take my order. You're going to fill up your guns with blanks, and you're going to go into battle with, with pop guns. Would a troop, would, it, would a general, a, a colonel, a lieutenant, would they be right to say, no, sir, I refuse that order? You can't refuse that order. This is a legitimate order. I'm the general. You're going into battle with blanks. Of course they'd be right. To refuse that. You're insane. I've lost confidence in you as a commander. How, how dare you send my men into battle with blanks? How dare you? How dare you tell me to inject myself with something that cannot help me, that may well hurt me or kill me, because you can. I would love to see Lloyd Austin's finances is the relate to Pfizer. I'd love it. And it may not be that the payoff is today. Barack Obama was smart. He waited till he left office to get paid off. 
The Ministry of Health told the high courts in uh, Israel, the agreement with Pfizer has disappeared. (laughs) An Israeli newscaster reported that that they just lost it. Where did the agreement with Pfizer go, writes their tweet. The Ministry of Health claimed before the court that it cannot find the agreement it signed with Pfizer, the company, and is unable to find out whether it was signed at all. Only after contracting here uh, news was the signed agreement found and submitted to the court. So this is really quite a document to be unable to produce, writes Bad Cat. Barico Elgato on, on Substack. It certainly makes one wonder just what the world could have handled this so carelessly. How could they have done that? Turns out we're not likely to ever get to see. There's some reason that they don't want people to see, incidentally, because some copies of these contracts have been found. A real-world epidemiological evidence collaboration agreement was signed on January 6, 2021. It declared the purpose was to collect and analyze epidemiological data arising from the so-called vaccination of the population in Israel and to determine if herd immunity would be achieved as a result of the so-called vaccine. In the framework of this agreement, research outcomes were defined. And here's the fun part. Now, this isn't the agreement to inject people. It's the research document that they have. As such, Israeli's Ministry of Health gave up its scientific independence, not only in determining the research goals, but in performing the research truly in the document. It puts Pfizer in charge of the research. Pfizer researched itself. The same thing happens here. The FDA is a pharmaceutical company run and funded by pharmaceutical companies. But that's not enough for them. They actually let Pfizer do their own research like they let Boeing do its own safety investigations. Then we get into this, control over publications. One clause in the agreement discusses publications as a result of the collaborative research. The parties agreed to publish together the scientific medical lecture while marketing, well, pardon me, marketing the contribution of each of them. However, And this is a big however, in case the other party decides to publish separately, each of the party maintains the right to prevent the other party from mentioning the first party in the publication. In other words, Pfizer has the power under the agreement to omit any reference to its contribution to the research, so its involvement in setting research goals, methods, or even in writing the research results is never mentioned. So they can pretend they're independent studies. And this is all in, in agreements outside of the distribution and injection of people around the world. Real leaders are beginning to investigate the, fa- the, the, the injection pimps. Australian corruption is on a big focus on Gladys Barraclinian. This has opened up an investigation into Australian health ministers. And did they take money from Pfizer? Bad Cat reminds us, Washington Post wrote about Pfizer agreed to pay a $60 million settlement to settle foreign bribery cases. That was back in 2012. We had the so-called CEO, I call him the capo, the head the, the head, uh, head, bot, head thug at Pfizer, decided to not testify to the EU. He said he was going to, but then he decided he didn't want to. And he wasn't made to do that. And in the United States of Pfizer, what do we see? We see a very, very similar pattern. And it was a pattern predicted by, ready, the X-Files. 
It was predicted by the X-Files. Do you think I'm kidding? It was predicted by the X-Files. Now, I recently did a program when I ended up watching with my wife. We watched um, The Terminalist. And I did a program about how fascinating it was that the Terminalist, this is the Chris Pratt vehicle on Amazon, great movie, I thought, uh, where his, uh, his SEAL team is given an emergency youth authorization of a, 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 of a drug that ended up killing them. And then the story unfolds from there. And I thought, how extraordinary that during this time we have this here. Well, the X-Files predicted such an outcome. And Kim.com, and I, I don't know much about Kim.com. I mean, I know the story about Kim.com and, and who he was and what he did. But I don't know whether I trust the guy or not. I just know this. This is the X-Files. And it's way back in the day talking about just such a thing. This is extraordinary. Tad O'Malley has been making claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put there by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Just hold on, Agent Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, forgive me, Assistant Director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. Flash forward. When you say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition of something to our DNA. Yes, but I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. I don't know that either. Or why it's happening now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. But it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. We have to figure this out. What's wrong with the science? Okay. The Spartan virus removes the adenosine deaminase gene from your DNA. It removes the ADA gene and your immune system will simply vanish. Yeah, but I'm not getting sick. It's only a matter of time. Okay. So how does it work? How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. But in this instance, used as a weapon. Flash forward. The ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. Through gene Flash forward. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Oh, and government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. That's the X-Files, the full video is in the show notes. You can get that at the ToddHermanShow.com. Or if you get our Substack emails, you can access it there as well. But in the United States of Pfizer, it's only conversation on Twitter. And here. Tucker Carlson this week, in sort of a thinly sourced story, meaning one source. Now, I trust Tucker to and I believe that the, the, the source is going to be a very serious source, said that the CIA used 
well, that the CIA killed JFK. That's what he said he believes. And he said he's seen the evidence because right now, today, 2022, the figurehead was caused to refuse to release a thousand or more pages about the assassination of JFK. It's 2022. They're not protecting any individual, as Tucker Carlson pointed out. They're all dead. They're protecting an agency. Why? The simplest explanation is the easiest one. Because they know if we found out that they killed a sitting president, this country would shake to its knees, except it wouldn't. Except they've so successfully divided people into groups who know and groups who don't. A good portion of the society would scream disinformation. Or, well, the authorities had good reason. Because I guarantee JFK, all the stuff that we know about him, like the bad stuff, the drugs, the alcohol, the abuse with Bobby Kennedy, apparently of Marilyn Monroe, all that stuff would come out. But you know what else would come out? Tax cuts. (laughs) Wanting to lower the tax rate from the confiscatory levels it was at. Oh, JFK was a conspiracy theorist too because he said that there was an international cabal of powerful people calling the shots. That would come out. Clearly, we can't have presidents saying that. So they had good reason. Pfizer is more powerful than the vote. They're more powerful than the ballot box. They're more powerful than the combined media. They're killing people. They're murdering people and they're not getting called out except in the state of Florida. Wait a minute. Wasn't the state of Florida also the place where Republicans won? Huh. That's weird. I wonder if there's any reason for that. Like election security and integrity. This will all be seen. God sees. He's a God who sees. This is all going to come out. For such men as false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ, and no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it surprises no one if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind.